This episode is brought to you by Knowing Hospitality, a full-service hotel management company that has developed a simple and straightforward management fee based on profit, not revenue. If you're a hotel owner that believes in a new way of doing business and want to learn more about the benefits of a profit-based management agreement, visit knowinghospitality.com. Now let's get to the podcast. But I think the part about the whole pandemic that I really appreciate going through 9-11, going through the financial turndown in 2008 and 2009, what I learned very quickly is don't be afraid of what's happening. Start working through processes and think about things. Welcome to the Proven Principles Podcast, the show that deconstructs the inner workings of the hospitality industry, breaking down the tools, tips, and tricks that the world's best-run hotels use every day. Here's your host, Adam Knight. My guest today is Tammy Pale. She's the Vice President of Spa and Wellness at the Carillon Miami Wellness Resort. Much like hotels and restaurants, spas and wellness facilities were disproportionately impacted over the past 18 months. And even though things are slowly returning to normal, the highly interactive nature of the spa experience is still subject to the customer's comfort level in that type of environment. The serendipitous way that the Carillon Miami has managed this is by investing heavily in new technology and touchless solutions that have not only kept their guests coming into the spa, but created new sources of revenue. More than just enhanced cleaning protocols, Tammy discusses new treatments and ways to package them that have engaged their guests more than ever before and how they're leading the industry by making technology more personal. So let's get to it. This is episode 67 of the Proven Principles podcast, Tammy Pale on pandemic era evolution of wellness travel and spas. Enjoy. Hey, Tammy, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. So great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate you taking some time to talk to us about spa operations here. Um, But before we dig too deep into what's been going on uh, for the last 18 months and what you're up to, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm the VP of Spa and Wellness here at the Carillon. 30 years of experience in the hospitality industry, um, mostly spa and wellness. Opened about 13 different properties across the U.S. from ground up. Worked with architects, interior designers, you know, did 13 new builds, uh, hiring, training, opening. So it's been a great career, but I have to say being at the Carolyn Miami Wellness Resort has been honestly the highlight of my career. It's uh, it's always amazed me how the front of house in a spa is so... Peaceful and serene and relaxing. And all you have to do is like open that back of house door. It's just just nuts in the background. Yeah, totally different. That's what people look at me and say, oh my God, you work at a spa and wellness center. It's so wonderful. And it is wonderful, but we are providing services to guests every day, our residents, our guests. We have our local community. So it's it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. 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 But you got, I mean, you guys have a, a, a well-deserved name and reputation in the industry. So you're doing something right. There's no doubt. Well, we love it for sure. So what has the last 18 months been like? And I think, you know, uh, the obvious statement is tough. It's been hard for yeah. everybody, but from a spa perspective, I'm, I'm curious to know, you know, uh, with all of the restrictions that have been in place, out of place, in place again, not so much about you know, how you guys have managed it, but what's been the thought process and how you bring the spa operation forward out of this? Well, I think 
two things um, we we thought about before we closed March 18th. And then before we open back up, you know, we have 400 resident units here. So that's 800 people. Normally they would disappear and go off to up north. Didn't do that this year. Um, we have 60 spa members and we have 111 luxury apartments. So our hotel closed, but we still had to entertain and provide services, not necessarily massage, but fitness is a big part of our residential programming. So they're used to 250 fitness classes. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that. Um, they're all, they were also used to, you know, having 10,000 square feet of space, you know, we had to social distance. So half the machines were, they were being able to be used. But I think the part about the whole pandemic that I really appreciate going through 9-11, going through the turn down, financial turndown in 2008 and 2009, um, what I learned very quickly is don't be afraid of what's happening. Start working through processes and think about things. And how we did it with our residents first, that was our first focus, was to live stream fitness classes into, into their homes. So that was a plus for, uh, for them and for us. Um, I became a producer, which I wasn't, I had no clue of what I was doing. Myself and our fitness director at the time, Mika, we were doing things that we had never done. Now go from 250 classes to 60, you know, a week. Um, our residents were very, very active. Our members, the same thing. Um, and then for our local community, the spa didn't open back up until July and we were only open on the weekends because our hotel wasn't open. Hmm. But back to your point about being thoughtful, we had to really focus on when we would open the spa back up, how we were going to welcome guests. And so a couple things that we did and we were definitely being a wellness resort, we're expected to have elevated disinfection of our, of our space in general. So for instance, every day at four o'clock in the morning, we had a team member who would come in and we did electrostatic spraying and we used a product called Clean Republic. And the reason that is, it's a non-Clorox based product. And we know Clorox affects people's respiratory systems. So for us, you know, we were, you know, getting up early, spraying everything down, making sure everything was clean and fresh. And that solution lasts for 24 hours. Mm. The second thing we did was, you know, in a spa, towels, sheets, all the soft goods that you use. Uh, we partnered with a company that is called Silva Clean, and it's a solution that covers and coats all the textiles that we would offer inside the spa. And what does that mean? It means that that solution kept our sheets COVID-free, our, you know, virus-free, mildew-free. So we were really very thoughtful in making sure that the space A was 100% COVID-free. We did lots of things like change our vents, worked on the ventilation, added more air to it. So as you know, that's a lot happening just to open a spa. And then when we opened the hotel, um, November 
I believe it was November 10th, you know, then we had to go another, took some of the things, the products like electrostatic spraying, um, you know, SilvaClean, we use that on sheets and, you know, everything in our rooms. So we created like an in-suite wellness. Mm. And then we added um, a product that would scrub the air with um, hydrogen peroxide. And it's, they were called Active Pure or Act. Uh, yeah, Active Pure. Mm. So it would clean the air. So the room, the air's filtered within 30 minutes. Everything you're touching is COVID and, and virus free. And then on top of it, um, I really feel that guests felt, you know, that we were way above what everybody else was doing in general. No kidding. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, you just listed three things with the exception of electrostatic spraying, which, which has pretty much been adopted industry wide at this point. Uh, The silver clean and the, the, that specific style of HVAC scrubbing more than just getting a better filter in there or changing them more frequently. Right. Uh, I mean, those are, those are certainly, I mean, you could say industry leading or maybe a little bit above and beyond. Um, was, was the impetus to do that m- about, figure out how to, I want to ask this question here, but it, was it more about demonstrating to your, your guests that it, we're taking this seriously um, you know, we, we want to, being that this is the spot, we want to make sure that it's a, it's a healthy environment for you. You know, all, all, all the reasons to do that. Right. Um, because taking on this, this extra cost load, I imagine was also, uh, a point of consideration, at least when trying to figure out what to do, like, you know, whether these are monthly costs, uh, through a third party or, you know, just adding, operational expenses, you know, to your PL. All of this stuff is kind of playing in the ether. So how did you figure out that this was the move or these were the things that you wanted to do? Well, to your point, Adam, it, what like you said, there are standards that everybody was doing. But one of the things that we were very thoughtful about was that Miami Beach at the time was we had high numbers. So what were we going to do to sort of mitigate that? fear that people are like Miami beach. So now not only did we do all those things, we also worked with Forbes travel guide and we became a share share cared health security verified partner. So that also, you know, had that we had a seal of approval from Forbes. Then we took care of the, the soft goods and we took care of the air and we were electrostatic thing like everybody else. But one of the things that I do want to point out that we were concerned of, it wasn't just for us. The reason we brought SilvaClean to Miami Beach was because of Miami Beach's reputation at in the months of June, July, and August. It wasn't really outside of here, outside like New Yorkers, people that may consider to travel here, were, you know, when you listen to the news, it was, you know, not very good news. So we felt like we had to really step it up. And we also wanted Miami Beach to be known for elevating the disinfection of the experience. So the person didn't have that anxiety. I mean, I remember prior to the pandemic when 
um, guests would come in. I can remember hearing in our lobby, people would be like, oh. I mean, doesn't everybody do that when they go on vacation or they go to the spot? They like take a breath and they're like, oh, I'm here. Made it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So with that said, we wanted, we were seeing anxiety. It was just the opposite. Yeah. Well, and the whole process of traveling there is filled with anxiety inducing experiences all yes. the way along. Right? right. And so if you can walk into your point, a spa and you have, then right. I'm sure you maybe talk a little bit about how you communicated it to guests that, that all of these things were happening. I'd love to get your thoughts on that, but yeah. you know, I'm, I'm sure they knew that these were the steps that the Carillon took before they arrived. And so they can get there. There's peace of mind. They can just, you know, uh, relax. Yeah, to your point on your confirmation for your spa treatments, we had that, you know, we were share care health security verified by Forbes. We listed all the options that we were doing to make sure that they could have a safe, uh, comfortable day, whether it was a day or once we opened the hotel, a stay. But we did post it on our, e- I mean, on our website. We had everything, you know, marked there, but we also, when you, our hotel open, same thing on our, on our reservation confirmation, we would send, we listed everything that we were doing. So I think that would make anybody feel very comfortable and feel, feel safe. That's what we were really trying to do. Make people, um, feel like they're going to have a great time when they get here. Did any of those things bleed over into the general hotel operations, rooms division specifically? Yeah, everything. Everything that we were doing in the spa, every product, every partner that we had brought in for that disinfection process, we were doing in the in the hotel. So mm. we had a very, it was called in-suite wellness. So when you looked at, looked us up on the website, it would say in-suite wellness and would list all the things we were doing. And again, you're getting that um, information sent to you um, before you arrive. So I think that also did make people feel comfortable. So we talked about the unsexy slash things you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Largely, right? Yeah. Uh, what about the things that guests can see? The things that, you know, I remember early in the pandemic, we were talking about making sure like lobby cleanings were happening frequently and that you were being obvious that you were out there cleaning right. and wiping things down so that people really saw the, it was, it was really the opposite way that of how we thought of things before where you didn't right. want to see the service being right. that, that happening. Now you want that, you want people to see that. What are some of the more guest facing obvious things that, that the spa did or, or continues to do or innovate on? Everything that we started with, we still have. You know, we have the sanitized mats, like when you walk in, the temperature scanner, valet uh, sanitizing the keys. We have a whole list of things that we were doing then and we're still doing today. Still social distancing. Even in the fitness classes, we're still six feet away. Our, we never change our fitness floor. It's every other piece of equipment. Um, you can use. So we really didn't, once we rolled out what our plan was to keep people safe and to keep our team, it wasn't just about, you know, it wasn't just about our guests. It was also here, everyone's coming back to work and we want to make sure that they also feel like I'm in a 
you know, disinfected area. And I'm, I have no worries because the solution lasts for 24 hours. So if we're spraying at four in the morning, 70,000 square feet in our spa fitness center and health and wellness for 24 hours, even if you had COVID and you coughed on something, it wouldn't, it wouldn't survive. So Mm -hmm. we continue to do it and still do it today. There's nothing we have changed. Some things we added, like in our in-suite wellness, we just are adding, it's an infinity salt machine Hmm. that um, it will put by the bed and it's great for the respiratory and it helps to build a stronger immune system. So we have and will continue to add things that we feel will make people feel comfortable and make them feel relaxed and, um, you know, more of a, a, a safe clean, disinfected area. Yeah. Have you seen guests requesting different types of treatments or different interaction standards since all of this has been going on? Oh, sure. Um, when we first opened, I will tell you that um, the 20, remember I told you 50% of my revenue comes from the local community. Mm-hmm. 30% comes from the hotel and 20% comes from the resident. So what we saw is the 20, 30, and 40-year-old wasn't afraid to return to massage, body treatments, and facials. There was no fear. The 50, 60, and 70-year-old, they were. So right before, well, actually a year and a half before that, I was in Paris and I was at a show called the Hotel, Hotel, Spa, and Forum. And I noticed a lot of technology and the people at the show, um, there were 68 countries represented there, mostly hotel owners, GMs. But what I noticed was a lot of technology. Mm-hmm. And most shows that you see in the United States is more product driven, not necessarily technology. So what happened, how funny, not knowing the pandemic pandemic would happen I started partnering with technology companies who wanted to be in the United States. Hmm. So we, we term that touchless wellness experiences. And what we notice is that the 50, 60 and 70 year old person wanted wellness so bad that hmm. they were, they were up for trying technology. And I think honestly, when I think back, technology went from our first month in sales was like, 5,000. And now we pivot between 22,000 and 24,000 a month. Hmm. So when you think about it, um, I really thought that things would change as people became more relaxed at returning to the spa. But what we found is that once we launched the technology part of it, it could be, was cryo, the Everest cryo, it's a three minute sub zero mm-hmm. experience. Prism, prism light pod, it's red light, cold laser, which is anti, works on anti-inflammatory pain, weight management of anti-aging. It's a variety of different things it does. Um, halo therapy had infrared because our thermal area in our locker rooms weren't allowed to be open. So couples were doing the halo therapy where they're breathing the salt and they're doing the infrared at the same time and loving that. That was very popular. We had the salt float bath, Vemi, Somadome, Spa Wave, and 
So here we found all the all our residents because the average age is 60 and over. And then anybody out of our lo local community trying these treatments. We also had contactless, which it was a piece of equipment providing the service. So it wasn't touch. Huh. And then we created wellness circuits and that really went off. And that's why I think the numbers continue to grow because for instance, with the touchless circuits, we had muscle recovery. We had a sleep well uh, program, um, things that were happening in real time. So what was the biggest complaints? I can't sleep. I have tremendous anxiety. Um, I'm working from home. My kids are online schooling and I'm stressed out. So, and then people were also worried about, you know, how do I make a healthier immune system? What can I do? So with the touchless wellness um, experiences, people were able to feel better, calmer, sleep better. Um, it really, it really changed. And Plus, I've been in this industry 30 years. This is the first time ever in our industry that this was a new revenue stream that didn't exist. Yeah, well, I'm glad that you brought that up because that's, you know, the, the cost load to bring in unknown and untested right. treatment options for people, especially during a downturn, would be a turnoff for just about any anybody who's making a buying decision. How do you go about, or how did you go about marketing all of these new services? And maybe, maybe the times helped you do that. It wasn't oh, just like, you know, Hey, yeah. you know, it's 2018, 2019. And, you know, we've got all these new touchless things coming in people would be like, oh, well, big deal. Yeah. But that's where people's, there was the psychology of the, the buying group right now. Yeah. Did that help? Yeah, absolutely. That was the reason because you had a group of people 20s, 30s, and 40s who were going back to having massages and body treatments. And then the 50, 60, and 70-year-old was not doing that. At the very beginning when we opened, I will tell you that that demographic, that 50, 60, and 70, they were absolutely doing the touch list because there's nobody in the room. It's been disinfected. They would, you know, get inside the equipment or experience the equipment, depending on what type it was. And what happened is people were either then going to buy a series of 12, because you do most of this is done like three days a week. Some is two, but generally they buy a 12 pack. Or when we launched the circuit, the, um, the wellness circuits, people were buying the circuits in a 12 pack because again, People wanted to feel like I'm doing something to keep myself healthy. So mm -hmm. I it was it was the perfect timing. That's why I said a year and a half before, when I think back of these companies that we partnered with um, and brought their equipment here, I would tell you that it wouldn't have done as well mm -hmm. had it not been a pandemic. And even after, I'm not saying we're out of the pandemic because clearly we're not, but what did change is that then once I, I had the 50, 60, 70 year old trying the touchless wellness, now they're coupling it. They're, they're doing like a salt bath, salt float bath that has 800 to a thousand pounds of Epsom salt, which is magnesium is amazing for, um, 
for respiratory, but it's great for your muscle tissue. It's relaxing. It also it helps you sleep. Hmm. It gives you a good night's sleep, but they were taking that and then coupling it with a massage. Hmm. So we also saw the crossover because as a spa, you know, touch is never going to go away. It's going to always be there. But now people are after 18 months of going through this, um, you know, now people are much more knowledgeable. And I mean, I can tell you a story about a gentleman that didn't sleep for a year. His wife passed away. He didn't sleep for, for during that year more than two or three hours a night. Hmm. And he and he did the sleep well circuit. And he did it. I wanted to do it for him for a month. Um, his daughter said, no, no, well, let's see. So we did it three days. The first day came in. It's a these experiences with circuits are about two hours. So he came in and um, he went home and slept for 10 hours. The next Wednesday he came in, went home and slept for eight hours. And it was eight or 10 hours on Friday. And his daughter said, Tam, she, my father doesn't need to come anymore. His clearly his circadian rhythm has been adjusted and he's sleeping well now. So, you know, technology, because we don't touch it, you know, you can't, you don't feel it like with a massage, when you're getting massage, you have the touch of someone and you feel it and it relaxes you, it calms you. There's so many benefits to that Mm -hmm. with technology. You don't feel it necessarily at the moment. You feel it after the fact. Yeah. And it can seem cold and impersonal, right? right. And like, yeah. oh, what's this thing? You know? Oh, I mean, and some of the things like you're talking about light therapy and, and whatnot seem a little to the layman, a little out there. Yeah. Like, well, am I just going to sit under this light bulb for 30 minutes and everything's going to be great? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it it is, it, listen, in comparison to touch, it's a huge, huge difference in an experience. But I will tell you that if you do it, if you try it, um, you will, um, and, uh, you will feel the benefits. Another thing we added to our rooms was a bright bed, which the bed actually, um, you type in some information, you answer some questions, but it, it really does do the same thing, especially if someone's complaining that they're not sleeping well, what it does is the bed contours to your body, like if you're a side sleeper or a back sleeper. Side sleepers, you know, usually would get stiff in the shoulders and the hips, right? But Tell the me bed, about con- it. yeah, the bed contours. <laughs> I'm a side sleeper too. So when you're laying on the bed, it contours your body. I myself like cool air, so the bed blows cool air for me. My husband likes it warm. So it's nice and warm for him. So I just think that, you know, people are looking again for technology as a solution to their problem. And the thing about bright beds is it tracks your sleep. It shows you going into REM sleep. How long did you go there? Um, and then the bed begins to adjust for you. And the good news is when the bright bed becomes a, very popular. It's in LA. They have one in LA. Can't think of the hotel now, but I would tell you personally, if I'm, I love to travel. So is my husband, we would absolutely look for a hotel that had bright bed. So this would be in the guest room or yes. in the, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's, it's part of our in suite wellness program. Huh. So How do you, we, is it bright? Like B-R-I-G-H-T? No, it's B-R-Y-T-E. 
B-R-Y-T-E. Okay. Yeah. And it's it's amazing bed uh, and it tracks. And so if I went to LA and I stayed, I know they have one in Four Seasons in LA. If I went there, I could then type my name in and that bed would set to exactly what I needed. Oh, like your profile. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the cloud. So, I mean, um, yeah, so no collects, matter where you go, yeah. it'll, yeah. Yeah. That's so. incredible. Um, how do you see things over the next, I mean, I, I know it's really tough, but you know, as somebody who's on the ground running a spa in a, in a very high end resort, busy, leading edge, we talked about a lot of different technology and services that you put in place. What are you guys talking about around the, you know, the executive committee, senior leadership team meeting right now related to spa? What's the, what are you guys thinking over the next six to eight months, how this is going to play out? Well, I believe um, Patrick Fernandez is our managing director. And I would tell you that he is very impressed on how technology has changed the game of hospitality for the Carillon in many ways. You know, um, our guests do feel more comfortable. We are focused and driven to create amazing experiences. Um, we're a Forbes rated hotel, leading hotels of the world. So our standards are high, but we want people to know that we're a true wellness. I mean, a lot of people use the word wellness today. And, you know, beyond all the things I said about all the technology, we also have programming for integrative medicine, which is BioStation. We have a Chinese medicine doctor, Dr. Irina, who provides Chinese medicine, chiropractic, and she's adding physical therapy. We have um, energy medicine. We have a sex therapist. We mm. have a life, a strategic life coach. So we have so many, we have so many people here that are so talented and of course a nutritionist. So we have so much talent under one roof that I think as we move forward, people are definitely more interested in wellness and want to know more about wellness, want to be more educated. I mean, I know it sounds funny, but I could tell you five years ago when people came to a resort, because I've been in the Florida market for 20 years, um, when they came. They just wanted to go on the beach and drink pina coladas. Now that isn't even, I'm not saying people don't drink and have fun and do whatever. I'm saying that now it is not the focus. The focus is what can I do? How can I stay healthier? Uh, they participate in way more classes than what they did originally. And then think about this. Prior to the pandemic, our average day was three nights. Post-pandemic, five nights. So you can see the shift happening where people were more focused now on really getting the most education and the most, you know, the most opportunities and options under one roof. I mean, why else would that shift? So, I mean, from three to five nights stays, that's the average. Yeah. That's, that's huge. incredible. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. Um, Tammy, we've covered so much today about technology, new offerings, new way of thinking about spa operations. I love what you said about developing circuits and, and having people almost like a, like a fitness circuit, but kind of in a, a wellness circuit. I think that's a brilliant idea, packaging things in different ways um, and really giving people a reason to you know increase their average stay length from three to five nights. This is, a, this is huge. Um, if anybody wants to learn more about you, 
Carillon, anything you guys are up to, uh, what's the best place for them to go? Well, if they go to, you know, carillonhotel.com, they'll go to our website. They can see all our offerings. They can see everything that we're offering. Um, of course, they can email me personally if they wanted to um, at tammy.pale at carillonhotel.com. Um, and I can a- answer any questions that people may have or and maybe interested in anything that I spoke about today. We're happy to share everything. I appreciate that. I will link to everything we talked about in the show notes, your email, bright bed, all the different, uh, you know, silver spray solution, all that stuff will be in the show notes if people are interested. So uh, anyway, Tammy, uh, again, appreciate you being on the show. This was uh, really helpful for people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This was my episode with Tammy Pale. You can learn more about the Carillon Miami Wellness Resort at carillonhotel.com. To hear past episodes or check out our other content, go to theprovenprinciplespodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Adam Knight, and you've been listening to the Proven Principles Podcast. Until next time.